0: Hey sis, welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes, Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself. So I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. welcome to the mom keys to mental peace podcast i am your host and sister in christ tari kaya butler this is a podcast for christian moms who struggle with limiting beliefs and want to learn how to make over their mindsets and level up their lifestyle in faith family finances and fitness tap in each week For the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast Where you will learn major keys To stop coming up short on your goals And start leveling up for the type of lifestyle You desire God's way Ready to level up? Let's do it So hey everybody, I hope you all are doing well today On this Tuesday, I know that I am I'm definitely excited to Hop into today's talk. Um, The title is How to Overcome Mom Guilt. This is definitely something that um, God has helped me and equipped me with um, to heal from and to overcome. Um, I won't say that I'm completely out of it. I still have my days, as you know, (laughs) if you're a mama, um, that mom guilt can kind of come on anybody. So we're just going to hop into some ways that we can overcome mom guilt. Um, And I'm going to share my story and kind of my journey and how I've navigated um, in dealing with this. So we're going to start off by defining mom guilt. So what is mom guilt? Mom guilt is a combination of guilt, doubt, anxiety, and uncertainty about your performance as a mother. Mom guilt can be a mental battle of you doing too much or not enough at the same time. So for example, you may have a uh, mom guilt because you never get a break from your kids. But as soon as somebody offers to get them or comes to pick them up, here you are feeling guilty <laughs> that you don't have your kids with you. Or you may feel bad about yelling at your kids out of frustration, this can bring on mom guilt. Um, you can also experience mom guilt if you are a working mom And you feel like that you are always at work for an extensive period of time. You're never around your children. You're always gone. So you can feel bad or have mom guilt about that. Um, Especially if you've worked for an extensive amount of time and then come home and just don't feel like being bothered by your kids at the moment. Um, I know this is definitely something that I've struggled with (laughs) um, getting off of work, especially working with children. Um, for the whole day, for eight hours of my job, and then coming home as a mom and having to still be around children <laughs> and talk with children, it's like, whoo, look, I just need a minute um, to not be around small people right now. <laughs> but again, I would feel mom guilt as a result of that. Maybe that's something you've experienced too. Now, it doesn't only happen to working moms. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you may feel guilt about not going to work. So this could be for moms who maybe you're out of work for the moment. Maybe you're not a volunteer uh, stay-at-home mom. Maybe you're home because you can't find work and you feel guilty about that. And you feel guilty about not being able to provide for your children um, certain experiences or vacations or certain um, name brands of clothes. You can feel guilt about that. Um, sometimes moms feel guilty about being embarrassed <laughs> by their kids in public or their kids acting out in school and you feel like it's your fault or something that you are or are not doing at home that's causing your kids to act this way. I've definitely experienced that. Um, And like I shared before, you can feel guilty about not spending enough time with your kids. So maybe it's not even that you work a lot. Maybe just in general, you don't spend time with your kids. Maybe you... um, I spend a lot of time with whoever your boo is at the moment or your husband or your friends or you're always doing something with other people or, you know, on your own, but you barely do anything with your kids. And sometimes you have those moments where you realize it and you feel a little guilty about that. Um, so, yes, we're going to go into <laughs> all of this as far as mom guilt today. All right. So mom guilt can happen to any type of mom. It can happen to a first-time mom or a veteran mom. Uh, mom guilt does not discriminate against race either. I feel like all races have dealt with some type of mom guilt of some sort. It's not discriminatory for your class. So rich moms uh, experience mom guilt, whereas well as poor moms experience mom guilt, or middle-class moms can experience mom guilt. And also, it doesn't matter if you are a single mom or a married mom, mom guilt can come on anybody at any given point. It's it's just something that happens um, in the journey of motherhood. So the root of mom guilt is the desire to be a perfect mom, right? Um, This, But this isn't a bad thing, I think. Now, of course, I have my motto, progress over perfection. And we'll get into that further in my talk. But all that it is, if you want to be a perfect mom, it just shows that you care about how your kids experience you, right? You care about what they think about you. You care about their childhood with you, the memories that they have with you, how they experience you. You're not just a mom that's out here doing whatever and not really caring how it affects your children, So I feel like mom guilt shows some type of compassion or that you have a heart for your family and for your children. And like I said, you care about their experience with you. Um, And we also have to understand that it's natural to feel certain emotions in motherhood. You will know if you talk to other mamas. It's natural to feel irritated with your children. It's natural to be frustrated to be annoyed, to be sad, to have fear and uncertainty. I feel like this is just what comes along at some point in motherhood. And if you are a mama who has not experienced those emotions, sis, what is the T? Please do share. (laughs) Please do share how you've been able to uh, make it through motherhood without experiencing that, because I would love to know, Right. Um, you may have a desire to not repeat, you know, unhealthy mothering that you may have experienced. This can come from mom guilt as well. So, I'm going to go into my story because, listen, baby, <laughs> when I said that I have dealt with mom guilt on all levels, um, especially the ones that I've touched on, um, I have. Your girl has. All right. So there is no judgment to any mamas out there who may be experiencing this. Um, and I definitely want to share this again, our talks from May um, is in honor of Mother's Day coming up. So that will be the focal point of a lot of what we're talking about. So in regards to me, I became uh, a mom at 16 years old. If you don't know my story. So my knowledge um, for motherhood at 16 was to provide my, my son with food, clothes and shelter. That is what I was taught as the main expression of love to my kids. Now, I don't know if this, now I'm trying to be more conscious about saying the black community because somebody pointed that out to me in the comments before, like, it ain't just black people, it's everybody. I'm speaking of my experience as a black person. <laughs> I feel like that is the main um, overshadow of what we learn as far as parenting, that as long as you have food, clothes and somewhere to live, like you good. I love you. And you should know that I love you because of those things. Right. Um, But when I was that age, and even though I was doing those things, there was still some level of guilt or emptiness that I felt after those things were fulfilled. And that was kind of a sign to me, like, it's got to be more to this motherhood parenting thing than just food, clothes and somewhere to stay. So, I remember being pregnant with my son at 16 and my goals as a mom was to be a cool mom. Now, like y'all, um, have y'all seen the show? What is it? Or the movie um, Mean Girls? That's my favorite movie. And the mom on Mean Girls was she's like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right? That was my goal <laughs> was to be a cool mom. I wanted to be my son's best friend. I wanted him to come to me and to talk about anything that was on his mind and share his heart. Um, I wanted to have fun with my son. I never wanted to yell at him. I wanted us to spend lots of time together. I wanted to give him my full attention. I didn't want to ignore him um, or seem too busy to give him time, but reality kicked in (laughs) once I had my son. And I realized that I was experiencing mom guilt When I did not touch those goals that I had initially for myself as a mom at 16, clearly I was in some type of twilight zone (laughs) feeling like those things were, um, possible to keep up or to always do as a mom. Right. Um, definitely at that time at 16, I was very immature. So a lot of my focus was to hang out with my friends, right? Granted, I was 16, 17 years old when I had him. So I still had a teenage mindset. I still wanted to do ratchet stuff with my hood rat friends, (laughs) right? So this led to, um, like I said, me hanging with my friends a lot. I left my oldest son with my mom a lot. So I definitely was that mama that every weekend, like clockwork. Hey, mom, I'm going out. Here go, Jameer. You know, I'm heading out. I'll see y'all when I get back. Period. Okay. Um, that was my mindset of parenting then. But I didn't realize that I felt guilty about that until I had my daughter seven years later. Now keep in mind at this point I was 24, 25. So I had matured some and I was living on my own. So a lot of my responsibility with my child was on me, right? I wasn't at the house any longer where I could just leave my baby with my mama. Like I had to take care of my baby at that time. So I realized that I had mom guilt about how I approached parenting with my oldest son because I realized that I wasn't as present with him and I wasn't as um, vocal with him as I was with my daughter. So I definitely experienced mom guilt, feeling like, oh, I done messed him up. Oh, it's too late for me to you know, repair what I messed up at that time. Um, so I definitely experienced mom guilt then. Um, I realized that I had a lot of insecurities hidden (laughs) about being a teen mom. Now, of course, at 16, 17, as I'm navigating and doing life, I'm not thinking that, oh, you're doing this stuff because you're insecure. But again, as the older I got and I was able to reflect back, I realized that I was trying to hide my insecurities about being a teen mom. So I felt guilty and insecure about having my son as a teen and not being married um, because i knew that was a sin to have you know sex without being married and having a baby out of wedlock so i felt a lot of guilt about that um i felt guilty about not being able to go off to a four-year college like a lot of my friends did um i had to stay in town and go to a local community college so i felt very guilty about you know my future and my education and did i mess up my life by you know having my child so early that i wasn't able to Um, further my education and go off to college. Excuse me. I felt angry that I was missing out on the typical teenage life due to motherhood. So, you know, I said I wanted to be out with my friends and stuff, but at the end of the day, I still had motherhood responsibilities, right? I still had to get pampers. I still had to make sure my son was good. Like while my friends going home and chilling, with no other concerns, I still had responsibilities and concerns. And there were times where I couldn't always go with them because I'm a mom. I maybe didn't have a sitter. Maybe it was a night my mom was like, no, nah, I ain't keeping him. And I would find myself upset <laughs> about that. So I definitely felt um, guilt about being a teenage mom, but not being able to live the typical teenage life, um, if that makes sense. Um, also, after I had my son about when I was about 18, 19, started my career, you know, had graduated high school, I was in community college and I was working as well. I'm at Walmart, so I would go to school in the morning. I had like eight o'clock eight o'clock classes that I would go to, and then right after I would go to work. Now, listen, baby, them shifts was something real. I would have shifts from one to ten or for two to eleven all the time throughout the week um so i would go to school in the morning and then work immediately after and i realized that i started to feel guilty when i got home from school and from work because i would realize like dang i ain't spent no time with my baby at all i haven't really talked to him or interacted with him because after that long day it's bath and bed <laughs> we get ready to lay down and then i'm doing it all over again the next day and throughout the week so I did feel guilty at the end of the day, like I haven't really spent any time with my child. I feel like I'm so busy. But what I will say in that time is that I had the revelation that since I had my son as a teenager, I wasn't able to establish certain things before he got here, right? I wasn't able to establish my career or my education or somewhere for us to live before he got here because I was a teenager. So I realized that You know, even though I felt guilty about that, that was a sacrifice that I had to make as a team mom. And that was also the consequence that I had to accept as a team mom that, you know, that hierarchy just wasn't the way that it was supposed to be. So that meant that some areas in my life had to sacrifice as a result of that. But I see the benefits of it now, and I'm grateful that I was able to push past that season um, with my son at that time, even though it was hard. So I felt guilty about our lack of connection, you know, not really spending time while I was at work in school and me going out with my friends. I felt like um, me and my oldest son didn't really have that much of a bond, right? Like he would be in his room chilling. I will be in the living room doing my own thing or gone out and about in these streets doing my own thing. Um, but whenever I started working in the school system, I realized that it seemed like I had more established relationships with the kids at work you know, they would, you know, come up to me and share things with me and we would laugh and have all these types of conversations. And then I would realize, okay, this type of relationship isn't transferring to my oldest son at home. Like I feel like we're barely talking or interacting with each other. So I definitely felt guilt about that. So listen, when it comes to mom guilt, I can go on and on and on, but those are just some of the things that I experienced, especially early on in my motherhood journey. So I'm going to go through some of the negative effects um, that guilt has on us as moms. So this is definitely things that I dealt with. A lot of times guilt will make you count yourself out before trying to fix a fractured relationship. So you may say things like it's too late um, or you have a choice, excuse me, you may say things like it's too late. So this is definitely something that I dealt with when I had that revelation seven years later, when I had my daughter, like, dang, I ain't really, you know, interacted with my son. Is it too late for us to build that relationship? Should I even try? And all of this is tricks of the enemy, which I'll get into later. We have the choice to choose something different. Our story is not over. If we're still breathing and living here on this earth, nothing is too late for us to try to do a different way or or a more healthier way once you realize that what you're doing is not working. Our great sis rest her soul, Maya Angelou said, if you don't like something change it. And if you can't change it, then change your attitude. So that was kind of the approach that I took. Um, When it came to parenting, once I had the revelation and the acknowledgement, like, hey, sis, the way you're going about this is not healthy, um, it's not conductive to you and your son's relationship, you got to do something different here. Um, Guilt and shame is the enemy's playground. Guilt and shame will keep you paralyzed mentally and it will keep you stuck in your situation. So like I said, those are those self um, thoughts where you're like, oh, it's too late. There's no point in me even trying. That's exactly where the enemy wants you and what he wants you to think. And I feel like that's why a lot of parent-child relationships stay broken for so long, Um, especially like that teenage years. It seems like really, really hard um, to repair maybe what was messed up in childhood. And then this is where you have your adult children who don't even talk to their parents anymore or interact with them. Because either the child or the parent feels like, why even bother, right? We're too old, it's too late to even try and fix things. But that's not true. Again, if you are still living, if you still have access to speak to that child or speak to that parent, there's still time to repair that broken relationship. Now, will it be easy? No, but easy does, I mean, it won't be easy, but hard doesn't mean impossible, just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's impossible to happen, right? It just means that it's gonna take a little work. And kind of like what I realized um, as far as my journey for establishing for my son, sometimes that might just be the consequence of the relationship that is gonna be hard to repair. But again, hard doesn't mean that it's impossible, all right? So now we're gonna get into three ways that you can overcome mom guilt. The first thing that you can do is focus on being a progressing mom instead of a perfect mom. And if you have followed me any amount of time, y'all know that's my motto for mom Keys to mental peace, progress over perfect. So just accept that you will make mistakes in this motherhood journey, right? We are human. Our kids are human. We will make mistakes. It's inedible, right? There's no such thing as a perfect mom, as a perfect parent or a perfect child. Nobody is perfect. Some mistakes are gonna happen. Acknowledge your mistakes when they happen and apologize as needed. Um, I love this new trend going around about, you know, parents apologizing to their children. Again, this is me speaking from my black experience, but most black parents do not apologize to their kids. uh, Verbally, now they may apologize like, oh, you something to eat <laughs> or by buying them something or whatever, but not like directly addressing the issue. I um, mean, that's something that I've been trying to be more intentional about in my household, not just moving on past the mistake or moving on past the argument without directly addressing what happened, okay? Because when that happens, that's those unsettled feelings and um animosity, you know, underneath the issue that's unresolved and will show up in other ways. So be open to apologize to your kids when you make a mistake and be open to have those uncomfortable conversations. And I feel like this is a healthy way to establish relationships with your kids because it shows them like, hey, mommy messes up too and it's okay. And you're teaching them how to recover when they mess up which will roll over into their other relationships. The second thing that you can do to overcome mom guilt is to forgive yourself. Understand and be okay that you don't know what you don't know, period. You don't know what you don't know. You can unlearn unhealthy parenting styles. It is possible. And you can learn healthier parenting styles. You can do this through reading books, through listening to podcasts, hence Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast, or you can connect with other moms um, and share your experience. I know for me, um, kind of that light bulb moment for me was a book that I read called um, The Emotionally Unattached Mother. And it just kind of opened my eyes to revelation about a lot of things that I experienced as a child with my mom and how certain things were carrying over with my son hence us not really interacting, talking that much or connecting, it was due to being emotionally unattached. And I didn't realize that. But once I um, connected myself to read that book and learn about that, then I was able to approach our relationship a lot different. Um, And in regards to connecting with other moms and sharing your experience, I'm a part of a group called the Married Moms Group, where we talk about marriage and motherhood And I will say, I love being a part of that group because it just brings so much healing to um, hear other people's stories and experiences with motherhood, because you can be sitting back thinking, you're the only one dealing with this. You're just sucking at motherhood. You're the only one going through these struggles. But when you hear other people's stories, it brings some comfort like, okay, I'm not the only one. And in sharing there is healing. And in sharing, you get to see different perspectives on how to go about your situation and bring healing in your family. Um, Maybe you have a homegirl that's a mama too. I know I love to joke about uh, parenthood or crazy moments with my girls. Like it just brings some lightness to the motherhood journey because it can be so serious all the time or so daunting. But I feel like sometimes we need to laugh (laughs) at these moments or these mistakes. Cry if you need to cry. just be sure that you have that supportive group um, to help talk about these things. And that helps you to be able to forgive yourself and not be so hard on yourself when you do make mistakes in motherhood. And the third thing that you can do to overcome mom guilt is to practice unconditional love. Think about God's unconditional love for you. He does not throw you away whenever you make a mistake. So try to mirror his grace and have mercy with yourself and your children. There is a chance for new mercies every day. Laminations 3, Laminations 3, verse 22 and 23 tells us, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. And the definition of mercy is to have compassion or forgiveness shown to someone who it is within one's power to punish or harm. So it could be in your power to, you know, go in on yourself and all this negative self talk about all the mistakes that you've made in your motherhood, in your motherhood journey. You very well could do that. But what benefit is it bringing you or your children, right? The same way God gives us new mercies every day, have grace with yourself and give yourself mercy every day. Right. Um, And I want to leave you all with this quote. Um, I have this quote in my book. Um, And again, all of this, the mom guilt um, that I'm talking about today is based off chapter five in my book. But I want to leave you with this quote. There is no way to be a perfect mother, but a million ways to be a good one. So a lot of times we are beating ourselves up because we aren't checking all the boxes. Like I shared at the um, beginning of this talk, my goals as a mom when I was 16. But there's so many ways that you can be a good mom, right? Laughing with your kids for the day. I feel like that's being a good mom. Just sitting and watching a movie with your kids, you're being a good mom. Um, and like I shared before, just even the root of mom guilt is because you care, about your experience with your children. So just give yourself grace. And one um, reflection question that I will leave you all with is what does unconditional love look like to you? I feel like that's the root of overcoming mom guilt is that unconditional love for yourself and your children, right? Yes, and playing with your kids. That's the way of being a good mom as well. Yes, just interacting with them and being around them. All right, so that is all that I have for you all today. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. Um, If you are not, please follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. I would love to have you join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community where I share weekly blogs and resources um, to my community. I would love to have you subscribe to the podcast. Um, It's available on all platforms where podcasts are distributed Um, And please, as well, subscribe to my YouTube channel. This is where you will find um, the videos of all the podcasts. So if you're more visual, if you need to see somebody talking (laughs) while they're talking, be sure to subscribe to YouTube um, for that. And if you have been enjoying the podcast, be sure to leave a review and rate the show. I'll tell her I said, hey. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in with me. I pray that y'all have a happy Mother's Day. It's coming up on Sunday. Um, You deserve it. Celebrate yourself. Um, Allow your family to celebrate you. Uh, Just enjoy this because you definitely deserve it. And I'm so grateful for all of the moms who um, tune in weekly, who share feedback, who share um, my podcast or anything that I've shared with you with others. I greatly appreciate y'all. I love y'all and I really hope that you enjoy your day because you deserve it. All right, bye, I'll see you all next week.